My biggest insecure is that I struggled with getting over is, is people thinking I'm weak because all my life I wasn't protected. How did your journey go just getting control of your mind and thoughts? I really want you to change what you're saying. I understand your reality is A, B, C, and D. He ain't did this. They didn't do that. She didn't do that. Your job. I get it. But you're talking anyway. Don't let life happen to you. You happen to it. A majority of my career, I was always fighting. for. If I feel like I'm fighting, then I'm not coming off as if I'm winning the battle because I still feel like I'm in a fight. We just act. Can we just yeah, stop acting yeah. like you got it? that this just happened? Yeah. Seriously. Okay, like this is literally a Chase and J. Miles having a moment right now. Please, when a student graduates from the eighth grade to the ninth grade, they don't go to ninth grade to learn ninth grade stuff. They're in the ninth grade. If you're here, you've already done the work required to be here. Where you are right now, brother, is preparing you for where you're going. Welcome to the Power Unit Success Cast the show where we push the limits to unlock our greatness. Each week, we dive into the world of real estate, business, and entrepreneurship to bring you stimulating talks, insights from movers and shakers, and the mindset to do more so we can become more. Let's get into this week's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Power Unit Success Cast. Super excited about today's episode because I have a near-dear friend, to me and my family. And I'm super excited because we've been having some conversations recently that have surprised me because her and I have never, re- well, I don't know your story. I don't, I don't know what you do, I don't, but, but I'm like, oh, you real, real smart. And you real, real like, so, so I'm super excited. And, and I know that this is going to be valuable. I promise myself that I'm going to get vulnerable and I'm going to open up. So wherever this goes, it's going to go. Love it. But let me introduce you all to Miss Nwani Davis here. I need to know, who who are you? Well, what do you Jason, do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I, think the, I think the shorter answer is, what don't I do? What don't I do? But, um, yeah, so as you know, as you introduced me, thank you so much. Let me first say that. Um, I've said it privately, and I will forever ever say it publicly, thank you. Mm. Thank you for this moment that I'm having right now. Thank you for this opportunity, and I'm so, so very proud of you. Mm. Uh, who am I? Well, I'm, I'm a mother of two. Um, I'm a career woman. Um, I am passionate about people having a voice because mm. I didn't for so long. Mm. And so whether it's in corporate America, whether it's in your family, whether it's, whether it's to yourself in the mirror, you know, we got we to gotta have a voice and we got to make sure we're saying the right kind of stuff. So I'm an advocate of manifestation and speaking well to people and making sure that when you walk away, you feel good about who you are. Mm. That's, that's who I am. That's I it. love that. Yeah. And I heard you say you're a career woman. Now, this, this show is mostly entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. um, small business owners, people mm-hmm. in real estate, and... You know, we're on that other side. Yes. And I constantly get in, I I wouldn't even say battles, but discussions, debates debates on the career side of things. So school, career, um, corporate Mm -hmm. versus going out on your own. And it seems, you know, my mind works one way, but I can definitely see the other side. Yeah. How do you feel about entrepreneurship and just taking that big leap 
I think that, and I'm glad you asked, that's an excellent question. And I wish somebody would have asked me that question at 25, 30. Mm -hmm. I I probably would have gotten to my dream a lot faster. Mm. Um, Entrepreneurship, in my mind, although I am not an entrepreneur, I've certainly supported people in my family and in my circle who are. But I tend to think, and this is just how I operate in my life, even though I work for a company, I am an entrepreneur because I am still responsible for my brand. I am still, and let me just be fair, I'm not claiming that I have a brand today. <laughs> I feel like you have a brand, <laughs> but to be honest. In, in my own little circle group, I have a brand, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we all do. And for me, that is exactly what that is. So when I go to work every day, when I come to a podcast, if I MC, whatever I'm doing in my life, I am representing me first. Um, and so I believe as a career woman, if you're in school, wherever you are in life, you have to be owning you. Mm. You have to be owning your decision, your job, your life, where you're going. I tell my sons all the time, don't let life happen to it. You have, you don't, don't let life happen to you. You happen to it. Mm. And I, I say it all the time because it's true. Because in my heart of hearts, I'm an entrepreneur too. Yeah. Yeah. There was a point in my career where I, I was in an open house. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about my electricity being turned off at home. Mm. to take a gas in my car mm-hmm. and I was sitting here trying to build a business right I'm sitting in this out open house yeah out of rubble exactly basically nobody was coming in and I was just I got to that point where it was like what am I doing why am I doing this I can go work somewhere I feel like I'm a little smart I can go You're you know smart. yeah <laughs> and and you know make it make it happen yes. and be an asset but there was something, I don't know, pulling at me to the other side, right? And it, and it was nothing like that mindset of, oh, I don't want to have a boss and no. I just want to, you know, yeah. it, was, it, it was more so like, I think I just want to call the shots, you know? And that's okay. Yeah, but I've never heard or even thought about like, you are the brand, like even, even in a career field. Absolutely. And now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I go to events and there are speakers from different companies like they're building a brand. That's how you better see yourself when you walk in that office, because here's the deal. If you don't see yourself that way, then they do own you. Mm. They do. If you don't see yourself that way and you see yourself as an entrepreneur, what that allows you to do is go into that job and give them everything. Give them 110 percent because someone's always watching. Mm -hmm. Someone is always watching. I believe that as well. And you don't know who your next boss is going to be. You don't know who's watching. Now, now, now watch this. I'm at work doing my job that they're paying me to do, and I'm doing it to the best of my ability. And we have an event. We have a women's symposium. And in the women's symposium, I am moderating a panel of entrepreneur women, mm. little oddly enough, right? And in that moment... Yes, I'm working for my organization. Yes, I'm representing them, but I was also representing me. In that moment, I was an entrepreneur because I was doing something, one, that I had never done, and two, something that I thought may take me out of my comfort zone, but it didn't. But still, I was, I was up for the challenge. And three, it led me here. 
Mm. My organization didn't lead me here. You did, yeah. And and I'm and I'm and when I point to myself, I don't mean me because I, I never want to take God out of what is going on Bless. in my life. Because honey, He is everything, Bless. and He is. I, I'm I'm grateful for everything He's done for me. But what I'm getting at is, they saw me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. And so, anytime you're working for anybody, doing anything, whether it is for yourself or it's for an organization or it's for someone else, you're still your brand. Right. And you better represent it the best way you can. Right. How comfortable do you feel with, how can I say this, with having a brand or putting, you know, just just even how you talk, how you walk, how you look. How comfortable do you feel being expressive while you are under a corporate umbrella? Here's how my apprentice got three real listings from social media. And trust me, she was not a social media expert and very shy in front of the camera. So she put up a few videos on TikTok just marketing her business, but she wasn't getting a single lead from them. Well, not a real one at least. You know those fake leads. They just waste your time or they give you wrong information. That's all that was coming in. So I told her that in order to get real leads, you have to get real information. And the only way to do that is by offering something that we call a DDP. So I helped her create an ebook that she can give away for free. And we did it in less than an hour, really. From there, she created a video and she was giving valuable information. But at the end of the video, she offered people to download that ebook for free. Within the first week, she got tons of downloads, but she got three real listing appointments that converted into listings. And people are still coming in. So if you are thinking that social media leads are trash, or if you're spending hundreds of dollars a month running ads that's getting you crap leads there's a better way and the good thing about this is that it's extremely duplicatable for any agent and it's all organic hit the link and send me a dm if you want to implement a strategy like this into your business so that 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 takes some talent um sometimes if Mm. you are in an organization that is open to diversity and celebrates inclusivity and authenticity. If you are blessed to be in that, baby, yeah. please show up with your pink hair, no hair, blonde hair. However, do the job, do it well. I mean, don't you know? Our our my my um, our, where I work, uh, our CEO says often. She says, don't bring all of it. Like, give <laughs> bring a little bit today. Bring a little bit. You know, don't don't just walk in with all of you. Um, and we say that jokingly, of course. Yeah. But really, if you're fortunate enough, great. For those people who don't have that, oh, man, I've been there. I've certainly been there, and it's hard. But if you can really, really stay true to who you are, and I mean, when you say expressive, we, I express myself through, through how I dress and my hair and my makeup. All of that is like art to me. But whatever that is for that individual, however they choose to show up, as long as it's respectful and it isn't harming anybody else, you have to get to a place where you can do that. And if you're working somewhere where you can't, oh boy, we're in trouble. Yeah, and that's interesting because even in the real estate industry, mm-hmm. I mean, I get people asking me all the time, um, I have tattoos, do you think I can be a realtor? Mm-hmm. Or, yes. or, you yes. know, this and that. And when people see me, you know, and I'm in jeans and a t-shirt, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of like, oh, I didn't know that realtors could do that, you know? And it blows my mind, but 
I used to think the same way. I'm so glad you said that because here's here here's the here's the point that I want to bring home. It's people like you, it's people like me who are going to judge you on your merit and your your work experience and not the way you look. And if we start opening up opportunities for people based on their ability to do the job well mm-hmm. and not based on how they look, then we can kind of disseminate this whole nonsense about hair and tattoos and yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, and that, that's over. Yeah. That should be over by now. For sure. And yeah. it's unfortunate because, you know, I can tell that appearance takes away confidence mm. for a lot of people. And it did for me. Like back when I first started, I had one suit and tailoring. I didn't even know what that was. I, I knew what him and pants was. Can we be was, honest for just but, a minute? Yeah. Can we just act? Can we just yeah, stop acting yeah. like you got it? That this just happened? Yeah. Seriously, um, I remember moving to North Carolina. I had my, my at the time, my three-year-old, four-year-old son at the time. And I, they, I got invited to church by my family. Had no church clothes because I hadn't been to church, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all my stuff, I was like, I can't wear this to church. Um, and I had a lady who just came in one day and, and, and saw me and said, listen, I want to help. I want to bless you with some clothes. Because she obviously saw one or two outfits that I wore. Um, and I will never forget her for that. And I appreciate her for that. But it also, in that moment, birthed something inside of me that said, why well, I got to be dressed perfectly to come here? And I'm not putting that on that church. I'm just saying that was the, that was the mindset, though. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't know. I mean, we can speculate about how that started and where it started. But the reality is... When are people ever good enough? Right. So we can change their clothes and we can change their hair and we can. When when is this going to matter? When is this going to matter? Exactly. Right. And so, yeah, no, it's a hard no for me. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not judging you based on what you got on. And that's bad or good. I'm not thinking you're all that because you walk in here in Louis V either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I'm right. not thinking you're intelligent because you drive. A Maybach. I mean, I want to talk to you and see how you treat the waiter. Yeah. How you treat the doorman. Yeah. Because if you're an ass to them, you're an ass to me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You can. Can I say ass? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can ask any one of my agents. I mean, even David, Mm -hmm. who's sitting in in the room, you know, as as I've always trained them, I'm like, you will never put anybody down. No, sir. Like I said, some of your best people are going to be the the door people, the maitre d's, the 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 woman, the person that answers the phone. Exactly, who's I trying said, to get to you? That's who we're <laughs> talking to, and right. that's who we're bef- befriending. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, for one, those people are way more approachable, and mm-hmm. you just have a good time with them. And then, secondly, they the ones really making the decisions. You know, like some I have said it a million <laughs> times. I've said it a million times. When I would support CEOs, I'm thinking, I'm the person you need to be nice to. Exactly. I, I, I cover the calendar and I cover this and I cover that. <laughs> yes. But, but more importantly, I, I, I used to be the one who people overlooked mm. and who people talked down to and made to feel like she was nothing and she wasn't smart enough and she was too loud. And she, I, I was her. So I know what that's like. Um, I don't think you have to go through hardship to have empathy. <laughs> I yeah. would hope not. But a lot of times that is where it comes from. 
because you know. So I know what it feels like to to be shunned. Yeah. So I'm always, you know, I'm always fighting for the underdog. Yeah. Always. I've felt for a majority of my career that I was always fighting for something. Like, always fighting for something. <sighs> Recognition, mm-hmm. appreciation, mm-hmm. a chance, a shot, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, when when does it end? I don't think it ends. You know, even today I'm fighting for something, right? Yeah. And I don't I don't necessarily know what that's gonna lead to, you know. It's it's just like when when do you get to that point where it's like, okay, you finally somebody. Because it has an effect on me, even personally, because yes. if I feel like I'm fighting, yes, right, then I'm not coming off as if I'm winning the battle, right? Because I still feel like I'm in the fight. Gotcha. Let me let me let me help you with that. Number one, he's winning, so let's stop saying when I'm winning or when I'm going to win. Or He is already winning in this moment. Um, funny thing that you would say, I feel like I'm always fighting, because um, I had an event earlier this week um, that I had to endure that involved court and stuff. And I came home, and I was like, oh, God. And I said those exact words. And I said, God, I feel like I'm always fighting. Mm-hmm. I want to, and I, what I think I hear you saying is I I would like to just kind of enjoy this right now, but I'm always fighting. Here's what I want to tell you. Here's one thing I want you to walk away from every battle and every fight you get in. I please want you to know and repeat to yourself and make sure you understand that the fight is fixed. You win. So if you understand, if you go into these battles and oh baby, I've been in some, if you go through these battles, understanding this fight is fixed anyway. I don't care if, if if I hit him two times or he hit me 10, I'm walking out with the bag. Mm. So hit me twice, I'm going to fall down so I can hurry up and get out of here. But we win anyway, and yeah. that's what you got to know. And so, yes, fighting is a part of what we're doing because you're building, bro. Yeah. You're building. And, and I don't imagine <laughs> what I know about you that you're ever going to stop building. I don't see you right. ever stopping building. But yeah, there's going to be some battles, but that keeps you sharp. What 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 person you know in the military or what fighter do you know or what fighter pilot do you know that doesn't battle? They yeah. ha- they have to battle to stay sharp. Yeah. Because the war is coming. And I don't and I mean that figuratively, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, you're going to have things that, that you're going to need to really tackle. So these little boxes, these little speed bumps, yeah. we got to take them so that we stay sharp. Yeah. And that Reminds me of, you know, that saying, this comes with the territory. Because, yes. Yes. I mean, if I think about yes. it, every fight, I I brought it on. You know, I brought it on, trying to level up, trying to... And would it be fair to say that you elevated after each one? Yep, on. exactly. Yes. It comes yes. with the territory. Yeah. It comes with the territory. Yes. Now, speaking of that, so elevating, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you mentioned that word because I heard you earlier say manifesting and yes this is this is one of my areas that i'm just obsessed with mm. and i tell this oh, little story so um it was last year so last year i created a vision board put it in my office and it was just hanging there on like a, sure. one of them little cheap poster sure, boards sure, sure, sure. um but i put all these like ridiculous pictures on there like as you should have stuff that i you know, just a helicopter, ridiculous just stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. Um, 
And then I had some business partners. They they had visited my office because I just held an event and they were like, oh, we want to see your office. So sure. I took them up and they were in my personal office and they saw the the vision board. So they're just sitting there looking at it. And then I and this is the regular this is the regular vision board. First one you've made Dollar Tree cardboard. Just exactly. Regular. I love printed it. printed the pictures off of Google Images. All of it. Yes. Yes. All of it. The glue stick. Exactly. Yeah, got it. Exactly. I love exactly. It. So I did that vision board at the beginning of the year. This event I had was toward the end of the year. Okay. And so they're sitting there looking at the vision board and they're saying, what's that? What you want to do with that? What you want to do with that? And my eyes started to water a little bit. Mm. Right. Because I'm looking at these images and Nwani, I had like crazy stuff on there. So like I had a cover of Black Enterprise magazine and I cut out my face and put it on there. I had um, another TV state. So, so like I had the little E logo okay. on there. I had a Zoom screen filled with people, a theater. This, so then I'm, oh, and then one of them I had a row of houses, you know, because wow. because in my head I was like, I want to, I want to buy the Do block. Do you remember what year this was? This was last year, twenty twenty two. Yes, yes. I said I wanted to buy the block. So, anyways, we're sitting there looking at it, and they're yeah. asking me, and I'm getting my yeah. eyes starting to tear up because. I looked at that Black Enterprise. I was like, "Well, I wasn't on the cover, but I was in Black Enterprise." You were you couple were. couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, I was looking at the um, houses on there, the right? The row of houses. The row of Look houses. There. Well, I didn't buy a a, a block, a row of houses, yeah. but what? I looked at that picture. I said, "There's four houses in this picture." And how many does he own? Four. Okay. I bought four. Maybe. Come on. And and Keep I was going. just like, "Oh <laughs> my gosh, this yes. actually." It works, Jason. I don't know. Let me tell. Let me tell you something, baby. I told a dear friend of mine, who she would call me, and and as girlfriends do, we call and you know we're you know griping about whatever, and she's calling me and she's griping about something, and I said, baby, let me tell you something. I said, let me tell you something real quick. Here's what I say, and and I got accused years ago of you know kind of being too positive and too whatever. Mm. Listen, it works for me. Right. I said, I really want you to change what you're saying. I understand your reality is A, B, C, and D. He ain't did this. They didn't do that. She didn't do that. Your job. I get it. But you're talking anyway. So how about we speak positively? And even though we're speaking something that hasn't happened or existed yet, I thought that's what faith was. And faith is those things that are not as though they were, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to speak those things that are, are not. So I told her, I said, you're already calling me every week, fussing, which I'm really tired of hearing. <laughs> so how about you call me? And instead of us saying all of these negative things, which are your reality, I get it, but let's start speaking. God, thank you for the checks in the mail that I didn't expect. God, thank you that my children are this. Or God, thank you that my spouse or my partner or my friend, thank you that I'm this. Thank Just let's, let's go there. Yep. Let's go there. And I'm telling you, I've done it, Chasten. Excuse me. I've spoken this into existence. This very moment I am living because I spoke it. And so many other things I can share with you. Really, almost my entire life, I have been able to just constantly speak that that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to have. That's what it's going to be. And obviously it needs to line up with the word of God. We're not talking about speaking mm -hmm. dumb stuff. But the realness, you better start with your mouth. Because isn't that where our power is already? 
Yeah. It starts here. Yeah. I mean, obviously it may start in your heart or your mind, but once you let that thing out, baby, you've let it out. Yeah. So you better watch what you say. I'm about to peel back the curtain on all this. Yeah. See, look, I'm adjusting myself Please. on the couch because when I say I go deep with this, mm-hmm. I go real deep because I've seen the the power in the vision board was just the first kind of like in your face. It's an act of faith. Right. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. And but then when I think back and realize just where I am now. Yes. Versus where I was before. Yes. I manifested all of this and you I did. didn't even, you know, I was just doing it for play play back yes. then. Yes. Right. But then, so I started to do a lot of research. I started to really tap in, see how this works, learn about our brain, learn about yes. energy, learn about frequencies. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Like yes, sir. one thing is nobody can explain how the radios work. You know, radios, AM, FM, that's, that's, that's not through a satellite. It's not bouncing off of a, so, it's 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 at a frequency that people are having a hard time explaining. Now, the radio frequency is not the highest frequency, right? Yes. Think about this. Our brains, our brains emit energy. Our voice emit energy. We are energy. We are God. We we are filled with all of it. And so the Bi- and, and the Bible says all of this. It's mm-hmm. just been interpreted in so many mm-hmm. different different ways. Yes. However, speak and you shall have. What 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 you want, you shall have. As a man thinketh, so is he. Yes. Everything conspires mm-hmm. to work in your favor. Yes. But that's what's the difficult part about it, though. And I and and I I want to say this on purpose Please. because most people think that it's just. I want to get rich. I want to get rich. I want to get rich. Yeah. yeah. Right. But how do most people say, I don't have no money. I don't have no money. I I, I don't have this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. That's emitting the frequency as well. That's putting something out there as well. You can't just say what you want, but then on in the same breath, say what you don't have right now. All the fives need to listen when a 10 is talking. Yes. And, and thank wisdom. you. Thank wisdom. You. Wisdom. And 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 it's very important, like, like when we say keep your mind strong, mm-hmm. it's not just talking about like persevering. No. It's it's literally talking about keeping your mind strong from those thoughts. Yes. Those we, thoughts can multiply. Listen, everything begins with a thought. Yep. Everything. I had a girlfriend call me and she was saying, Oh my God. I, and I'm using an example, um, but she was like, you know, I really suck at making chicken. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But whatever she was telling me, she just kept saying, I really suck at it. And I said, have you ever thought that you suck at it because you say you suck at it? And she says, no, <laughs> I've never thought that. I've just always sucked at it. I said, but maybe because you say you suck at it. Mm-hmm. Stop saying you suck at it. And if it's something you really want to learn how to do, you're intelligent. You can learn how to do that. Yep. We yeah. can. We, again, stop. Letting life happen to you, you happen to it. Life is going to happen anyway. By the grace of God, we're living. Stuff is going to happen. You're going to have a flat tire. You're going you're gonna to have life that has nothing to do with anything other than just life. But the, that that we can control. Mm. We can control what we meditate on. Yeah. Thoughts come in our head. Thoughts come in my head all the time that are so stupid. You know, oh, what if, what if it doesn't work? What if you sound crazy? What if you, you know, and then I just have to rebuke those and keep going. But the stuff we're thinking about, the stuff we're letting come out of our mouth, baby, yes, you're mm-hmm. manifesting all of it. 
Because this lady here, if you would have told me then, if you'd have told me, my God, if you'd have told me I was about to try to be all cute and go back five or ten years. No, no, no. If you'd have told me a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have expected this now where I was at that time. Yeah. You know? But I began to speak it even when I didn't see it, even when I didn't know it was possible. But the more I spoke it, and I'm saying it, you can fill in it however you want. Mm -hmm. It can be this podcast. It can be the job. It can be, I mean, I wanted to lose weight. She lost weight. (laughs) Not just by speaking, but I eat a little less. I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. But but I am, I am, I'm losing weight. But my point is, I kept saying it until I started to believe it. And yeah, when you first start speaking positively over yourself, especially for those of us who are not used to being spoken positively over, who don't even know where to begin. I spoke to a girlfriend this weekend who called me with something similar. And I told her, I said, I want you to go in the bathroom and I want you to Look yourself in the mirror and you you tell her how bad she is and you tell her how smart she is and how brilliant. And she said, that's going to feel so awkward. I said, I know it will. Because the first time I did it, it was awkward. It was like, oh my God, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> yeah. But the more you say it, I started to believe it. And I would get up in the morning and say stuff like I was, you know, Mary J or something, you know, good morning, gorgeous. <laughs> and then I started saying how beautiful I was and how wonderful I was, regardless of what other people's ideas were of me. What mattered was what I thought of me. Yeah. And I started to say that until I believed it. And now you you can't listen. Mm-hmm. I wish you would try to tell me what I'm not or what I am. Yeah. I'm clear about that. Yep. I want to yeah. make a point here. This is this is an example. So follow me with this. Yes. You mentioned that you, you know, thought about being on a podcast, you know, something you thought about mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Did you reach out to me to be on this podcast? I did not. You did not. No. You did not. We were having a conversation one day. We were leaving the concert. We were having a conversation one day, and I was like, oh, you got to be on the podcast. And then just recently here at an event, I was like, we have to make it happen. And when you said it the first time, to be fair, I'm going to be 100% transparent. When you said it the first time, Chasten, I have heard it from so many people. But I was like, ah. Yeah. And it goes back to that mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, people were saying, oh, you'd be great. And I'm like, uh, well, I just my friends. It's kind of like your friend group who says, yeah, you can sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you go, you know, mm-hmm. and sing, you can't. So I was like, I don't really know. But go go finish yep. your story. I just so, wanted you to know that. So she did not ask me. Mm-mm. I didn't even know she listened to my podcast. I knew you had a great one. Yeah. She didn't <laughs> say anything to me. It was just through conversation. But it was something that. You knew that you wanted to do and you've said to yes. yourself, yes, here's the point I'm trying to make with this. I call this the training balance scale. But the most important thing about this is do not ever worry about how it's going to happen. Ooh. Never, ever, ever wow. try to control the how. No. Because if you're a believer like I am, yes, sir. you notice Say it. a lot in the Bible is what we call supernatural. It is. How did that happen? Supernatural. Divine where did, where did, appointments. Did, can't, can't explain it. Yeah. Can't explain it. Don't try. Even for me. Yeah. That's how a lot of stuff has happened. Yes. I don't know how I got here. I don't know what the... I don't even know where I am right now. I don't know where I am right now. Like, <laughs> But you know, I know it's amazing. <laughs> exactly. But it's having that mindset of expectancy. Yes. Yes. You know, like, 
I know I'm going to be successful. Nobody can tell me otherwise. Can you pause right yep. there? You got it. Expectancy. Expectancy. Live a life of expectancy. What you expect, chances are, will happen. Mm. It really will. And so, I, okay, I'm going to be real. This is small, but this is, but I can go big too. But yeah. I don't want to <laughs> go here. big. I don't want to be out here bragging. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go small. Okay. Let me tell you something. When I go somewhere, I'm a brunch girl. I love to brunch. If you want to find me, I'm at brunch, okay? And so anytime I go anywhere, most times than not, I say, before I even get there, I say, God, thank you for a good parking spot. Now, good doesn't always mean up front because I told you I'm on my weight loss kick. So sometimes I have to park far because I'm getting ready to go in here and eat chicken and waffles. But a good spot could be under a shaded tree. A good spot could be up front. It's whatever I need. I'm expecting him to deliver that. And you know, you know why you and I can expect great things from God? Do you know why you and I? This, I'm sitting here fanning out. And when, we, when this show is over, listen, <laughs> just tell them don't call the police if they hear anybody yelling. <laughs> it's all good yelling. But we, are, we can expect this. And here's, here's where I'm going. So this may be tough for some people. I'll speak for myself. I can expect great things because I do my best to open doors for people mm. and make great things happen for them. And I don't do things for people because it's tied to uh, a benefit to me. It, it, uh, I, it's just not. Mm. It's not. That's not why I'm in it. Some things, yes, they're transactional. We get it. But if I can help you, if I can help David, and that, that is not tied to me in any way, why would I not do that? Yeah. Yep. I don't have a reason. Why would I not do that? So because I'm that person... I expect to get front row seat. I expect to get VIP. I expect to be invited on a podcast with a dope man like you who has an amazing platform, who's doing amazing things in the community, who I dearly love. I, I'm expecting that. Now, I can say that with confidence now because I've been the woman in the mirror talking to herself and convincing mm -hmm. herself you are that chick. Like I was, I was, on, I was on my Issa Rae type stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was letting myself know, no, you got it. You are going to do it. Yes, you are. You're yeah. going to do it. You can, right? So that's how we can expect it. But if you're not sowing, mm. if you're not sowing into people, and if you're not sowing into greatness, you shouldn't expect it. Yep. And one other thing about the expectancy is that you have to truly believe it. You have to truly believe it. It can't just be a novelty. Like it, can't. it would be nice to have. Like you have to truly believe for yourself. Exactly yeah. for yourself. I do and I'll tell I you do. this. I know personally, it relieves a lot of stress in life. I mean, running business, having a following, doing what I do. I don't. I. I know God's in your life because I don't know how you would do it. I really don't. It brings a lot of stress. You know. I imagine. And a lot of bad things happen that nobody would even know about. You're not um, posting that. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you're you going know, through it. I don't even share some stuff, but I'm going through it. You but are. but look, it doesn't break me because mm -hmm. I know in my heart of hearts, mind of minds, in this whole Say world. It. Say it. I am going to be successful. I am successful. Now I'm going to have everything that I ever want you will, in sir. this life. You will. And so you will. Anything, it's already been written. Yes. It's done. And so anything that like comes up against me or tries to throw me off or anything like that, I know that that's just part of getting to where I'm trying to be. We already talked about that. It's yes. sharpening you. Yeah. And it's I know preparing that it's you. temporary as well. It is. it is. I know that it's this extremely temporary. Agreed. So it doesn't 
It doesn't make me contemplate my decisions anymore. Mm, it doesn't good. make me contemplate life. I I know that like, okay, well, it's going to be solved. I don't know how, I don't know when, it's going to be solved. And can I give you another way to look at it? And hopefully yeah, your listeners, another way to look at it. When we face difficulty, God, if how can I say it? When we face difficulty, if you are constantly just keeping your focus on the difficulty, then that is all you will see. Mm-hmm. But if you are looking for the beauty in the ashes, I promise you'll find it. Case in point, mm-hmm. I had a flat tire. Now, I drive a car that in my mind, I should not have a flat tire. But who are you? <laughs> Everybody has flat tires. But in my mind, yeah. I felt like I shouldn't have to have a flat tire, right? So this was one of those life events that let me know you, you're about to have a flat tire. So I have a flat tire. I'm, it's, it's, it's an inconvenience. I'm annoyed. I got stuff to do. I'm, 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 I'm brunching. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm kidding. Yeah. But I really had some things I needed to do that day, and I was working. And um, flat tire, I waited. It felt like two hours for the people to come help. No worries. I worked. Thankfully, I was able to work from my car. Mm-hmm. The gentleman who came to help me, that was a whole divine appointment. Mm. And I knew in that moment, baby girl, chill. You were he- you were still able to do your job. So there was nothing lost. You were in your car at, a, at a, you know on the side of the gas station road. But it's okay because the point God needed you to meet this young man mm. because what he had to say to him needed to come through you at this moment in his life on this day. Wow. If you see life. Let me say it this way. I see myself as a servant. And if you see yourself as a servant and if you if you find opportunities to be a blessing to other people, even in the hardship, even in the shit. How do you know that that hardship is not what led you here? And I will say I have stories I won't share now um, where it was extremely difficult. Very, very, very hard gut-wrenching, like you got sucker-punched. Mm-hmm. And that event or that situation led me to something phenomenal. So yeah. we, can't, we, can't, we, can't get, we can't get caught up in the thorns on yep. a rose. We can't get caught up, you know, and miss the forest for the trees. We can't. Yep. And one thing that I can say is if I hadn't gone through some of the stuff that I did before— there is no way in the world I would be able to handle what's going on now. No, sir. No, there sir. is no way. Let me tell you something my sister says often. And it's so smart. And it opened up a world of creativity and knowledge for me when she said it. So when I was recently promoted on my job, she said to me, she says, I said, oh, you know, I'm just kind of telling her about my plan and, you know, what I want to do and, and, and all of this goodness And she says, I want you to understand. And I thought this was wisdom. I'm going to share it with you. She says, I want you to understand that when a student graduates from the eighth grade to the ninth grade, they don't go to ninth grade to learn ninth grade stuff. They're in the ninth grade. Mm -hmm. If you're here, you've already done the work required to be here. Where you are right now, brother, is preparing you for where you're going. Stop it. Do you, you understand? About to, you about, oh, hey, my god! I can't even take credit that? because my sister said it to me, and it opened up my mind. 
She said, stop thinking like a VP. You're already, you made VP because you already had VP in you. What you're going through now is preparing you for the next level. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't either. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't either. Oh, my God. Is that not wisdom? That, oh. That'll free you, bro. It frees you. Y'all. We're not working for where we are. We already made it. We're here. We're trying to go there. So what we have and what we're doing now is taking us where we're going. So that's why the prep seems hard. Because you're embarking on something you've never embarked on. That's why. I, I don't know if y'all <laughs> listening or watching this video right now. Listen. But if you did not receive what was just said. Okay. Like this is literally a Chase and J. Miles having a moment right now. Please. This. Uh, I'm so grateful whoa. to God because that's how I reacted when she whoa. said it to me. And I was like, whoa, you're right. Uh, that's why. That will forever stick with me. So don't be surprised if y'all see that in a future video. It's recorded. Because so we'll have it forever. It, uh, that's going deep in the in the, the encyclopedia in my brain. That is wow. And I wish I could take credit, but I can't. I gotta give it to my lovely sister. Nwani's sister, <laughs> we love you. Thank you. We love you, you Nwani's sister. So something I want to ask you because I know that there's people listening and watching and are probably sitting there thinking, yeah, this all sounds great, and I'm happy for y'all. Yes. How can I get there, too? Yes. I get How it. did your journey go just getting control of your mind and thoughts and discovery? Yeah. So we'll have to come back for a show to talk about all <laughs> how I even got. Because okay. it, it's... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. We'll have to put a, you have to put a, you know, 17 and up claimer on that. Um, But at any rate, what I will say is it did start with therapy. It did. Um, I came from a very abused, uh, broken, ooh wee, it's it's not good. And obviously a very, very difficult marriage that ended in divorce. And I thought, okay, I'm going to church. I'm praying. I'm, to your point, I'm, I'm doing what I know to do, and I'm still plagued with the thoughts and my life. And, you know, it's, it's still not going the way I need it to go. And I did two things. And I don't want to sound cliche-ish, but I got on my knees, and I prayed, and I, and I cried, and I said, God, if you don't help me, I, it's over. Mm. If you don't help me get out of what I know and unlearn all of the crap I've learned through my life, and if you don't heal me from all of the pain, I'm done, you know? And not a, not a give up my life type done, just I'm not going to be anything because everything that has happened to me up until that point, not everything, but my life was, it, I, I was not dealt a fair hand. Yeah. I was born into some crazy. Yeah. And I decided to go to therapy. At a time that people were like, therapy, you don't need therapy. What, why are you going to therapy? I mean, that's, you know, I mean, you can talk to the pastor. Mm-hmm. Call him. You know, mm-hmm. he'll talk to you. Um, and I started therapy. And I've been on a therapy journey for five years, I guess. And that has absolutely changed my life. Obviously, along with God and, and prayer yep. every morning. Not perfect. Yeah. But, man, this life is hard. And I don't know how you're making it without God. Yep. I don't know how you're making it without when I say therapy or someone that you can, and I'm not talking about girlfriends and, and cause we can't just call them every day and vomit on them, you know, pay somebody, get the yeah. professionals to iron out some of this because we can talk through it. But if you call me up and say, Hey, Nawani, you know, I just, I'm trying to dye my hair. 
and I like the blonde you had. How did you get it? And I'd be like, now, Chase, now, <laughs> now this, my hair has fallen out 17 times. You know, you know what I mean? You may yeah. not want to ask me. But so we can kind of talk and hash out and, and, and swap hair dye stories. But if you really want it done right, I'm going to refer you to a professional. Yep. I'm, I'm so glad that you say that. And that parallels with a previous episode. Um, we recently had Shamitria Gonzalez on on the show mm -hmm. and she was sharing how you know she grew up drugs all around um she's been trafficked most of her her life mm -hmm. she's been on her own mm -hmm. and you know she talked about her faith and she yeah. talked about like she's thinking this in her mind but this is what was going on in oh, her absolutely. reality absolutely. you know and she shared some some stories with um with us but she also said that she reached out and it was always someone else mm. to, you know, kind of show the way or show the the other option. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that all the time because especially us as entrepreneurs, we try to do everything ourselves. Like and, we got to figure you it have out. To, yeah. To be fair. Yeah. 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 But yeah. but when there entrepreneurs is, are like single parents. Yeah. But even for me, when there is help available, and I learned my lesson on this, like, don't be too proud to mm. ask for help. Like, don't, don't be too proud Please to don't. ask for help because you are suffering more than you need to. And even going back to manifestation, you may want some things and that help is presenting itself in front of you left and right, whether it's an ad, whether it's a conversation. You could be listening to this conversation right now. And we're telling you, this is the signal. Like, this is the signal. <laughs> Here's here. I love that you say that because think about this. I knew you had a podcast for as long as I've known it, mm -hmm. right? I've known you. I don't know when you started your podcast, but I know how long we've known each other, which has been a few years. Mm -hmm. And I know you've had a podcast. And to your point, I could have come up and said, put me on. Yeah. Put me on that podcast. I got something to say. Right. One, I wasn't even ready. Mm. There was still more God had to do in me. There was still a little more, ooh, hardness. He had to, he had to, he had to get that heart right. I was still a little bit, I was upset at a couple people still. Mm. And he had to work that out. Um, so I wasn't ready at the time. Of course, if you would have given me the opportunity, I would have taken it. And, you would have got ready. Oh, baby. Understand? <laughs> yeah. We'd have come out yeah, here and we'd yeah. have faked it all. I said, <laughs> yeah. put a prompter right there. Let me say that. Yeah. But um, so my point is, you know, our, 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 our journeys are what they are. Um, but you, you've got to understand that. And, and I don't want to keep bringing up Bible scriptures and everything I say, because I want, you know, some people aren't Christian. Some people don't read the Bible. So mm -hmm. I don't, but what I am trying to say is we do need to understand how to be abound in a base. We have to learn how to have and not have. We have to learn how to give and receive. So all of those things are important, regardless of your religious faith or if you have a religious faith or not. As human beings on this planet, I need to know how to give and receive. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard for us. And pride and ego kind of gets in the way. And it's, well, what if I ask and they say no? Or what if, you know, I, I'm looking kind of needy? Or, you know, my, my, one of my biggest insecures that I struggled with getting over is, is people thinking I'm weak. Mm. Because all my life... You know, not all my life. That's an exaggeration. But most of my life, my childhood life, some of my adult life, I wasn't protected ever. Yeah. And so 
having been abused, obviously sexually abused and raped mm-hmm. um, as a child and not being able to have food and me and my sister borrowing food, you know, from people and, you know, just growing up like that, you know, yeah, you just, you, you kind of, you get to a place where you're thinking, who, who, who is there? Right. Who will be there? Who, who can I trust? Who, because if I reach out, are they wanting me? If, if I reach out, if they help me, are they helping me because there's something tied to it? Which was always my case, which is what stopped me from reaching out. Because I thought if I ask you, you're going to want something in return because everybody did. Right. So that's what hindered me. Um, but I do know now, no, you got to reach out because people love you. And if they love yeah. you, reach out to those people first. Of course. People that of love course. you. But I want to I wanna go into that. I yeah. want to go into Let's that do it. deeper. Because we're, we're, we're all embedded with stuff from childhood, traumas, philosophies, thought patterns. Mm-hmm. And that was a little difficult for even me to break. I grew up, which let me start by saying, I did not think at any time growing up that I had a bad childhood, that mm. I was disadvantaged or anything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. it was it was all i knew because it was normal it was it was it was normal yeah, yeah right? i agree um but as i reflect back on the path that i was going down well i wasn't making good grades Ooh. i got put out of school i had to go live with one aunt that wasn't working out oh boy um parents got a divorce ended up finding out that the father who i grew up with was actually my stepfather. Okay. And then when they divorced, story. he didn't really want to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he didn't all, really want to do. You, yeah. Yes. I got divorced too. Absolutely. Then my biological father finding out he's been in prison all my life now trying to talk and write letters. And, and even get to know someone who I didn't even know. Exactly. How do I do that? As and a child or as a young person. Exactly. I don't know how old you were, but. Exa- well, yeah, I was like, I was young, adolescent age. Oh, and, boy. And even with all of that happening, there was never like a, oh, this is my life and I hate my life and, and no, I can't believe I'm life. going through it. what you knew. Yeah. I didn't think anything bad and of it. what did you have to compare it to? <laughs> Ex- I didn't have anything else <laughs> right, to compare right, it to. Right. And it wasn't until, because obviously my. My mom and the rest of my family could see the the road that I was going down. Sure. And so. Which, to be fair, is conducive with the life you grew up in. Exactly. So you were on the trajectory yeah. of that life. Me and my two brothers. Yeah. Sharing a room. Yeah. So it's three of us no, shared a room. Yeah. We in a two bedroom apart. Like. No heat. But. Exactly. But yeah. I didn't think nothing of it. We didn't have a computer. I mean, literally. No. Literally. No. We had to go to the library to go use the computer to do our. And then my mom bought a typewriter. Who, Lord, when that typewriter came, we, you know, we was big time. Ooh, when then. I first got my typewriter. <laughs> and let me tell you something, like, baby. Let me tell you something. May my, my dad, who, who raised me, may he rest in peace. He wasn't my biological father. He was the first person to buy me an electric typewriter. Yes. Oh, you can tell me nothing. Right. It was right. like having a new iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and so, um, you know, obviously I wasn't in school with yep. kids who had other stuff mm-hmm. or it, mm-hmm. everything was in reach for our level of thinking. And then it wasn't until I ended up moving with my aunt in Georgia. Okay. So her job transferred her to Georgia and then all of a sudden I was moving. But 
I was cool with that because she was the cool aunt. And, and you kind of wanted to leave all this mess anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's just like, find something new. Yeah. Now, that move was a total 180. Was from, it transformative for you? Well, it was, but it was uncomfortable at the beginning. I believe because that. Because it wasn't like nothing I ever There was no seen. dysfunction there. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, like I was, yeah. I was, you know, seeing big houses and... and Fancy people and this and that, you know, and I was even a little insecure about it. Mm -hmm. um, so take my high school, for example. Okay. Okay. Um, now, are you in high school in Georgia? Or was yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. So, so I moved to Georgia and I was starting high school. Okay. My high school was, let's just say, very diverse. Right? Great. Great. It's great. Uh-oh. But see... I wasn't coming from very diverse. Understand. Come on, Nawani, listen. What I was coming from <laughs> was a lot of negative chatter about mm -hmm. other races. Ah. You know, and it was kind of like, oh, And these uh, weren't your beliefs. It's just what I've heard. So it's just and it's what I've heard all my life. So like, I guess I need to just follow suit. Like, exactly. Like, oh steer uh, clear. Can't yeah. trust them. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. You can't, you know. Yes, I agree. And so there were so many things that were just like what is happening right yeah. now? I told you the other day, and I'm going to say it again, that was one of the best things that could have happened to me. I believe that. Because that sent me on a whole new path in, in life. But there was, even to this day, there was a lot of embedded programming yes. that I've had to rewire and mm -hmm. overcome and and really think about where that came from. Why is that? Like, that's been... And is there any truth to that? Is there was any that, truth? Were, were they projecting? Is, is you know? Were they just saying what they feel? All of that. Um. Ah. Oh, wow. It really affected me in business, where like I had to start to reassociate certain actions mm. to what was going on. Like, is this person doing this because they're mm. racist, or mm. because I'm really not qualified, mm. or you know, like. I I, Smart. I I had to start thinking that way, and I'm so glad that I started thinking that that way because if I hadn't, I would have written everybody oh. off, and I wouldn't be half of where I am today. Chasen, not only would you not be, but nor would you have the success that you're having because the success that you're having, my friend, that success is going to come from all types of people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when we get to a place, we generally speaking, but certainly as an entrepreneur. When you get to the place where you understand, one, who your, who your audience or who your clients are, but two, baby, money is green. Yeah. We going where the money resides. We're not trying to, we, I don't care if you're white, black, male, female, Asian, Indian, doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm here to sell a home and I'm going to give you the best service you've ever received in your life. Yeah. And you will come back because this is the best that there ever is and was. So when you operate in that vein, and it only made sense. It now that I know your story, it only made sense that God would have would start you out there first, and then take you through this growth. Yeah. Really, is what it is. You got to grow to be in an environment where you're not comfortable, or that you're not used to, or that is different from you, and thrive. Yeah. And that is exactly what you did. Yep. And that's where success is. And it goes even deeper. Um. You know, and luckily, I'm I'm very conscious and aware of these signals nowadays. But it goes even deeper to things that you wouldn't necessarily associate it 
I mean, associate that are like embedded sure. thoughts and philosophies like, yes, don't speak up. Don't yeah. mm-hmm. don't say anything opposite mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. you know, what you're being mm-hmm. told to do. Don't yeah. question. No. Don't ask Go why. Go with the flow. Like, yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah. Sit, sit down. Be quiet. Mm-hmm. Right. Be that chair. Or if you don't have as much money as someone else, mm-hmm. then your thoughts and opinions don't matter. They're not as valuable. It's not as valuable. Or what about this one? You don't you're not above a high school diploma. You don't you exactly. don't have a, a, a college degree. So we don't really have a lot to say to you. Yeah. Or or you don't have a lot to contribute to me. It's unfortunate. Yep. And I'll tell you when it really showed up for me. Um here recently, well, it was probably like three years, three, four years ago, but I got asked to be on the um, the external advisory board for the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. And, you know, I was super excited about it. Yes. When, when, when it was going down and then I looked at the roster of all the other people okay. on there. They're police chiefs, superintendents, mm-hmm. big multimillion dollar CEOs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, huge people here in the city of Dallas. Sure. And I you're said, thinking, I don't. What I, am I doing I on this? In this belong group? here. Oh, I, the lies I, we tell ourselves. I'm not at that level. Oh like, my God! So you had an imposter syndrome. Oh, real quick. Man, for like, literally the whole first season. Really? I probably didn't say anything because I was like, I I never would have believed that. Never would have believed that. And you know, I've I've had a couple conversations about this because. Oftentimes, I'm always looking kind of at the next step up, like, oh, I want to mm-hmm. be like them. I want to yes. be like them. Yes. But I fail to look at where I've come from. Right. Every now and again, I, we need to do that. Exactly. Every now and again, we need to look back. So I, I wasn't placing that value on myself, mm-hmm. like, oh, I've worked hard. Yes. I just, you know, I have value. I can speak. Yeah. I was like, man, I can't compare to these other people. Why am I even here? And it goes back to what I said, Chasten. One, not only were you chosen, they already decided that mm-hmm. you belonged there. But it goes back to what we talked about earlier that my sister said, you were there. So mm. so the fact that you were a you were on that committee, you had everything they needed. Yeah. So when we tell ourselves, God help us, when we tell ourselves these lies that we're not good enough or we're not tall enough or we're not short enough or thin enough or whatever, it's all a lie. It's just a lie to keep you rooted and grounded in either the dysfunction or the bondage that you're in to just nothing, mediocrity or keeping it the same, right? And I'm, listen, I am, I will never, hopefully ever say anything that sounds like I mean your life is great if it's here, if it's here. Mm-hmm. I think I made that clear earlier when we were talking. It's what success is to you. Exactly. Yep. Now, if success is to you, you got your babies and you got your country husband and y'all got y'all's farmland and y'all are growing vegetables and doing a great, hey, that's success, sweetheart. You are winning. Yep. But if you want more, it starts here. Yep. And I'll tell y'all, success to me Stop being about money a oh, while ago. If you're chasing money, baby, go mm-hmm. ahead. That's mm-hmm. not, that's, that's not, I know the Bible says money answers all things. And I do have a lot of questions that I need it to answer. But I will say we can't chase money. Yep. Don't chase money. Oh, my God. If you can, I heard someone say, 
um, figure out, no, how did she say it? She said, whatever you love to do, figure out how to make money in it. Mm. And I can say who it is, but I don't want to, yeah. she's famous, so I don't want no problems. Yeah. But um, I'll never forget that she said that. She said, whatever you love to do, figure out how to make money at it. And then, because we, and, and this is kind of cliche, but we've always said it. If you're willing to do it for free, you love it. Yeah. What we're doing right now, I would do for free. Well, I said, I said that, I said that loud. <laughs> I may have to edit that out. <laughs> I'm not willing to do it for free, free, but not free, free, not free, but free, free enough. But free. <laughs> yeah. I'll do a favor to a friend. Yeah. Um. But seriously, no lies. I do this for free, bro. Like I would talk and and help people and get people to their next level and get them get them out of the bondage because I was so bound for so long from being victimized and abused and lied to and beaten and just all kind of crap. I so get it. Mm. And shame on me if I get free and don't tell you how to get free Mm. and don't share with the world how they may be able to get free, you know, or what worked for me and what may work for them. No, shame on you if you made it out and you're not reaching back to help others. And so that's what this is for me. So when it comes to that, when it comes to helping other people, do you feel credible enough? Credible enough. To to share wisdom, share instruction, share? Yes. Okay. Yes, I would say yes. I have lived it. I I don't mind sharing my story. Um, I don't mind talking about the mistakes, the things I did because of my environment. Um, and how I got out and how I got free. I'm not saying I don't cry. I'm not saying things when I think about, I mean, this, there's only one or two things, you know, that I may just drop, start crying right now about. And usually it's the goodness of God and how he brought me out. And there may be one or two things that's, that's going on in my life. But, man, I, I, I've lived it. Mm-hmm. I've lived it. And I do have expertise, if you will. I say that loosely. I shouldn't say expertise. That's not fair. But I have life experience, say it mm-hmm. like that, that qualifies me to be able to help people because I've been her. Yeah. I've been her. And when I say her, I've been a lot of hers. Yeah. I've been angry, frustrated, beaten, broken. You know, when I was thinking about what, how I wanted to brand the podcast um, that I am Hoping to design. Wait, what? What? Hold on. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I just kind of got in there, but I, oh I wanted. Oh, so, so, so I've been greenlit to, is it greenlit or green lighted? All what's, of it. What's the production? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever name? it is, we know I, what it means. <laughs> I got the green light. Yeah. That's what I got the green light. And so I am going to start a podcast and it's going to be dope. And it is. Necessary details, bro. Mm. Necessary details. Is that, is that the name of it? That's the name of it. Necessary That's what I settled details. on. And you know, one of the producers came to me and said, well, that's your initials, Nawani Davis. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. So it was one of those moments yeah. where I was like, okay, this is meant to be. Um, I don't know why I'm tearing up over here. Listen, listen, Chasen. All right. I am trying my best because I wanted to come on here and I told you, I would be me, but I want to be able to talk and not fall out. Yeah. But when I tell, and I don't even know where we were going. I don't, I, brought, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where we were going. Yeah. Because now I just got to thinking about 
I just said it. Mm. I just said it just now. It's real. I said it just now. And you, this whole moment is amazing and wonderful. And it goes right back to what we were talking about earlier. Excuse me. In that manifestation, number one, speaking it into existence. Mm -hmm. Number two, I don't know if we got here, but opening opportunities for other people. Mm -hmm. And I alluded to it a little bit earlier, but what I want to say is, there was a gentleman who I helped get in a door that he needed to get in. Let me say it like that. No, 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 no attachment here. I don't benefit from that at all. It didn't matter. And not, I think that same week, that weekend, is when I saw you and you said, would you be willing to come on? And I thought, what? And this is the time, Chasten. Yeah. This is the time, and the time is now. And it's going to be real good. And I was telling David earlier, I don't know where it's going to go. I'm just going to enjoy the ride. But no, we will always be able to say it started here. Yeah. Right here on this couch. That's so, man, man. Yeah. Right here, right now, bro. And I want to sit in this moment, but there's something like I really want to ask. Please, you can ask me anything. Kind of going back to what we were talking about before. Um. You mentioned earlier in the podcast, you're a mother. You yes. you 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 support a lot of people. You have a great <laughs> network. You um are very well at your job. And look, y'all, she got a real, real good job. I know she's not saying it, but she got a real, real good job. I work for an amazing yeah, organization. She got a real, 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 real good job. I got a real good job. Yeah, yeah. So um with that being the case, yes, because I parallel that with even me and similar others in, in, in my position, you know, yes. with employees and payroll and clients and um, mm-hmm. following mentees, all yes. of that. Like, there's a bunch of people that we have to support. support. Yes. How or what's your thoughts? I'm not even going to ask for advice because okay. we may be at the same place with this. Okay. How do you feel or how do you think about needing to be strong for others, yes. When you're really feeling like you don't know your next move, all right. So, I I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna always give it to you real. I don't know no other way because trying to make up stuff and be fake yeah. is too much work, and I forget what I say. Yeah. So let me just be real. Yeah. Um. I don't know that I'm great at it yet Mm. because I'm still working through. I am the type of person that, man, I've, I, I have to tell you this off, off camera, but I, I have been in that moment at my lowest and someone called in need and, and I showed up. And I think the reason why I say I'm not great at it is because I will be whatever my network needs whenever they need it. And then I crash, mm. you know, and then I go, oh my God, I got to have a day or two. And, and, then I, and then I just have to kind of shut the world off. So I'm not suggesting that people do it that way. I think that managing expectations and where I'm going with this story is that's where I'm learning now is, you know, obviously you have to own your no, just like you own your yeses, but I'm learning now to just pace myself. And I'm learning now to just simply say, listen, if I, if I can't, I can't. And I just mm-hmm. have to say that. 
Um, but it's never a situation where I can't. If it's if it's if if I can be there for you, I will. My network knows I'm going to always be there. It may not be in the way that you want, right? Because you may say, Nawani, I need you to listen to me right now. I'm going through something, right? Well, I'm out, I'm on, I'm on my way into the podcast. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kidding. I would absolutely be there, but it's one of those situations where you really just have to balance out. Is this VIP? Is this very important? Is this a life-changing moment or can this wait? Mm -hmm. And when people are in situations, it's a, this can't wait for them, right? But is it really an emergency for you? And you have to be able to determine that for yourself and balance that out. Yeah. Because as you know, our families and friends, well, if they're coming to us, it's a fire. Yeah. Right? But it may not really be. True. They may can wait. I think the way that I've, unfortunately went down those roads mm -hmm. is taking on the burden yes. as if it's my own. Yes. I've in a sense of like, there are certain people in my life that I never want to say no to. Oh gosh. No. And even if I'm not in a position to do what they need at that time, mm -hmm. I'm still going to say yes and possibly place myself in a, very uncomfortable situation. I've done it often. Mm -hmm. yeah. Just to make sure they're taken care of. Do you know why we do that, Jason? Why is it? We do that. You you find that a lot in people who have childhood trauma or abuse. Mm. Because we become, it's, it's, I don't want to label this. So let me be, let me just talk for myself. But <clears throat> there are similarities in, in, in you and I. But I'll speak for myself. I learned that. Somehow, people, children or, or adults who have childhood abuse and they've survived that, we almost become, oh, I hate to say it like this, but, but t some of us tend to become paralyzed to being needed. Mm. So when we give off this energy, we talked about that earlier in the, in the podcast, we give off this energy, and, and it could be that we are good helpers and we are great project managers, if you will, and we can multitask. Obviously, you can. Mm -hmm. um, and so we, we kind of make this name for ourselves in our families or friend groups that we, we got it. We'll yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to let your network know that you are there for them. And for many of us, our network knows that. Mm -hmm. But it's also important to be able to say, I, I can't today. Yeah. You know, because the real stuff, the real stuff, you're going to be there for. The stuff that can, it really can wait till Saturday. I'm going to hit you up Saturday morning. Yeah. And that's what I've started to do, even in my friend groups. Um, and even if it's a, hey girl, call me at eight. And I've, I've gotten those calls in because I want my network to know that I love them and that I am here for them. And that all that I'm doing right now, although it's taking up more time than normal, I haven't forgotten them and who's with me on my journey and the people I'm going to call when I leave out of here screaming and yelling. Yeah. You know, I, those people, they, they got me whenever they want me. But I had to get some of them to a place of respecting boundaries and understanding that it, if, if I can't do it right now, it doesn't mean... It's kind of like when God says, I'm not, it's not a, no, it's, it's a delay. It's not a denial. It may not come when you want it, yeah, but it'll be there not, right on time. I'm not going to do it right yeah, now, yeah. but I'm going to get to you. Yeah. 
Um, but I think understanding boundaries and learning what your journey is and making sure that you don't get too off course with somebody else's stuff, that's important. Have you faced adversity with that, setting those boundaries? I have. Mm. I have. I, I have. I have had family members not talk to me. Um, you know, I've had friends overstep boundaries. I've had relationships I've had to end, relationships of 30, 40 years mm. that, well, no, let's see, not 40 because I'm not that old. <laughs> but, you know, 20, 30. Let's go to 20, 30. Okay, 20, 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I have. And it was tough. And it was hard for me because I didn't grow up with boundaries. Mm. I didn't know what boundaries were. Right. I just let people just run off, just do whatever they want to do, say whatever they wanted to say, vomit their emotions on me. And I just took it because I was labeled the strong one. It's not that I'm stronger than anyone else or stronger than the rest of my family or friends. It's just I take it all to God. Mm. I take it to him. And I say, God, this is, look at this. This is heavy. I take it to him. It's not that I'm so strong. It's just he, he's carrying this burden. With those people specifically, do you or how do you take the, oh, she this and that now, or she not, oh, you didn't forgot where you came from. Cause you're, you're very successful. And I've, I've gotten those types of comments mm -hmm. and, and remarks from I have, people. I have, I have, uh, I will tell you, um, someone said to me that, um, how can I say it without, <laughs> putting them on Same blast. Well, they'll know they said it. Nobody okay. else will know they said it. But I don't even want to put them out there yeah. like that, even though they'll know. Um, I'm careful about that, too. But I will say, because they, they, they said it out of their pain. And I get that. You know what I mean? At the time, I was upset. I was hurt. But, but I understood they said it out of pain. And when you're in pain, ah, you know, hurting people hurt people. So I understood that. But anyway, what the comment was is, you're now at a level where what you went through in your life, you're living, your life is good. You're living good. You're driving good. You're eating good. You're brunching every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So you must, you, you should be okay. And what I needed to explain to them was the pain is still the pain, baby. It's still hurtful. Um, my success, and I don't even, I don't even call it that. I don't, because like you said, I feel like I'm, I'm, the, like, this is the first day of the rest of my life, right? Mm, yes. So I, I feel like I am just now building, seriously, because I've been working for people my entire life and doing everything they wanted me to do and doing it the way they thought I should do it. And even though I work for a corporation, thank God, thank you for the people that, that I work for, because they do let me show up yeah. as myself. Be you. And they let me be me, and they, they, they let me handle what I need to handle in the way that I know makes sense for my style and that also fits within the rules and regulations of my organization. Mm -hmm. Fair? That's a sweet spot you got to find and, and thankfully we found it. Um, but for me, I, yeah, I get it's, it. Yeah, how can I say this? She, so basically the comment was I shouldn't Let's minimize what I've gone through because now I'm doing well. Mm -hmm. There's there, there's where I'm that's where I'm trying to go. Yeah. Oh my. And I'm God. trying to say it. You know, I'm trying to keep it PG. And that's that's essentially what was said. And I mm -hmm. thought nobody paid me for my story yet. I mean, they probably will when they if they ever hear it. 
it's going to be a blockbuster movie because my life is incredible. But nobody's paid me for a movie. I'm working. I'm I'm making money based on my job and what I do, right? But when you get that kind of, it can't be that bad because you look how you're living. How do you think I got here? And not only how did I get here, how am I maintaining this? It's not like I bought the lottery ticket and won the lottery. That's a little different. But in order for me to maintain the life I'm living, I've got to not only do what I've been doing, but I got to level up. Yeah. So this isn't a, I'm just chilling now. I'll never forget. Someone said to me, you know, when I started sharing my story and, you know, just putting more out there. Yeah. They said to me, do you really feel like you have to share that stuff and say that stuff to become successful? Share what stuff and say what stuff? My life. Yeah, absolutely. What I went through. Absolutely you what? do. You owe it to the world. You know why you owe it to the world, Chasten? Because the world needs to know who you are. Mm-hmm. They don't need to just see you fresh on a podcast, driving good, eating good, living good. We can we can we can watch the BET Awards yeah. for that. Yeah. I, I want to see how did you get here? How did you make it out of that shit and got mm-hmm. here, bro? Yeah. That's the story that has to be told. And, you know, I've yet to fully tell mine, and I certainly will. I don't have a problem doing that. Um, it's just the appropriate p- platform to do it. But people need to know, like we talked earlier, how do they get out? Yeah. And, and I say that for the sake of the conversation. I don't want to say it like, ooh, we made it out. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't like talking like that because we still, we're still with our people. We're right. still here doing right. what it is we do with our family and friends. So... I don't necessarily want to... And more than willing to share. Yeah, and I don't want to use that term, made it out. I just want to say, what I like to say is, I got free. Yeah. That's how I like to say it. Because regardless of where I'm working now and living now, if I were working anywhere else or doing anything else, I would still hope that I'd be free here. Because if I'm free here, then I might might be able to change my situation. Right. I just might. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we've talked about so everything. much on this. Everything I mean, we didn't we didn't been around the world and, and could do more, right? Yeah. Oh, There's so much we more can sit here all to day. Uncover. So just to kind of bring it all in. Yes. I'm gonna do this first, and then you you're gonna do it. Yes, sir. Um, I just I just want to give people one big <laughs> takeaway from me, and you could share one big takeaway from you, okay. but something just to Possibly even rewind to listen to again or, or or just make sure you're not leaving this this episode without without this in your back pocket. Without a takeaway. Yes. We've got to have a takeaway. My biggest, biggest thing today was that quote from your sister. My sister. About where you are now. Uh-huh. Right. And what you're going through. Yes. That's preparing you for. The future, because where you are now, you've you've already done the work for that. Obviously, because you're there. That's not your battle. You don't go to ninth grade to prepare for ninth grade. You're already in the ninth grade. You're already there. You're preparing for the tenth grade. Come on. Okay. If I didn't think she'd charge us, I'd say her name. I can't even articulate it right. But that was just. But that's what she said. Rewind it and listen to that, please. Yeah. Hit subscribe and then rewind. Yes. Got it. What about you? What was your moment? My takeaway. Oh, God, are so many. That one, your your response to what I said my sister said is is was mine exactly. It was eye-opening. It was 
mind-blowing. And hopefully it's that for your listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, But my takeaway is what I walked in here with. Mm -hmm. And it was keep helping people, keep loving people. Despite what they say and what they do, God's got it. God's got it. And man, I'm telling you, walking into this building, and I'll tell you later what 1111 means to me. When it, when I got the address, it didn't even it didn't even dawn on me. When I pulled up and saw it, I was like, wow. Anyway, listen, takeaway is exactly that. And I appreciate you forever and a day. Yes. Forever and a day, I promise. Thank I appreciate you. you for being here. And Thank I wasn't you for gonna this. say this, but you brought it up. Please do. My office is in this building. And the and one 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 meant something at the time. And there were some things that I didn't agree with, but mm-hmm. I said I need to mm-hmm. sign this lease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because of that. Yep. And yep. We love y'all. Listen, Thank you, Duwadi, so you. much for we being here. We have to have a part two. Yeah, yeah. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much that we didn't say. Yeah. There's so much money that we left on this table. We gotta ease them. We, go, we gotta ease them. <laughs> yeah, They're yeah. not ready. Okay. Ease them in. Thank you, Chasten. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Power Unit Success Cast. If you're excited about what you just experienced, make sure to subscribe. Also, leave us a rating if something you heard resonated with you. And feel free to share your thoughts about this episode on Instagram. See you next week.